The Dallas Stars picked up their first shootout win of the 22-23 season behind a huge, monumental, Herculean effort from their goaltender, Jake Ottinger. And on today's episode, we'll talk about Jake and his heroics and talk about what he means for this Stars team. We'll talk about Tyler Sagan and how he played in place of Rope Hints on the top line. And then we'll talk a little bit about Stars coach Pete DeBoer named the all-star coach for the central division for nhl all-star weekend coming up in february all of this and much more on today's episode of locked on stars your locked on stars your daily podcast on the dallas stars part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Bing bong. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked on Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Wednesday, January 11th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener of the show, thank you for stopping by. And for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. If you're new to the show and you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button if you like daily Dallas Stars content. You can also find and follow us on your favorite podcasting platform as well. We are free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen. Now let's jump into today's episode. In the world of sports, it's normal when, to hear the phrase thrown about you know, this was a great team win by fill in the blank team, or this was a total team win, or, you know, the great win from this team, so on and so forth. You hear phrases like that thrown out all the time. And, and I don't think with last night's Dallas Stars game on Long Island in New York, I don't know if you can necessarily say that about this game. Although the Stars did get the win, it wasn't necessarily because of the entire team this time around. A lot of the time, that has very much been the case. But you look at last night's game, and the sole reason that the Stars leave UBS Arena with two points is because of number 29, Jake Ottinger. He was great even when the team was not so great on the ice last night. He made some unreal saves down the stretch. I mean, Josh and Razor were talking about it on the broadcast. He was doing an outstanding job positioning himself knowing where he needed to be, when he needed to be there, and, and making the proper moves in order to make the saves on the shots. And the, the Islanders, while they didn't rack up uh, you know, a ton of goals, we've certainly seen Jake face more shots on goal this season. There were just stretches where it just felt like unrelenting shots from the blue line. The Islanders like to shoot with their defensemen. They like to work the puck down low and then eventually move it back up to the top and let those defensemen fire away. And whether it was that form of offense, or if the Islanders were taking those shots in close, Jake Ottinger just had an answer for everything, playing with poise as he typically does, as well as precision. I mean, he really just did it all and saved everything five on five, only allows one goal on the power play that bounces off a player's puck, or skate rather, the puck bouncing off Anders, Lee, Anders Lee's skate to go past him to tie the game at one in the first period, Jake Ottinger faced 12 high danger shots, saved 11 of them. Of course, the one he didn't save, the sole goal that he gives up, three rush shots against, 
two rebound shots against in this game and expected goals against at 3.17. I mean, the Islanders had their opportunities. They had plenty of odd man rushes, breakaway opportunities, chances in the slot with not a ton of opposition. And they just could not get Jake Ottinger figured out. Uh, he truly had an answer for everything. And then even in overtime was outstanding uh, and was even more outstanding in the shootout. The Stars getting their first shootout win of the season. This is only the third time that they've gone to the shootout, but you have to imagine it feels nice to finally get that quote-unquote monkey off their back of not winning a game in a shootout. But now they've done it, and they've done so on the road behind an incredible performance from their goaltender. And I said this the other day, I believe on Monday's episode, after the Stars beat the Florida Panthers, where Jake was also phenomenal in that game. I, I said this rather passively, but I just said, don't take Jake Ottinger for granted. And, and I don't think that anyone, at least in Dallas, is, especially Stars fans. I think we've known since he came onto the scene, and especially after last season, we know how special this guy is and how good he can be and how, and how much improvement has been made in his game since his debut a couple seasons ago. But, I mean, games like last night are, are just a phenomenal reminder for how truly special of a player Jake Ottinger is and, and how important he is to this team and to this franchise. A lot of teams don't have a goalie that can go out and steal games like that. A lot of games like that, teams with not-so-good goaltending or mediocre goaltending probably lose that game by three or four goals. The Islanders could have very easily scored three or four in the first period and maybe even in the third period as well. A ton of two-on-one opportunities and several different odd man rushes. And of course, Jake, I mean, he was near perfect in this game. He made some mistakes and did get bailed out a little bit with the, the offsides call on that goal where he mishandles the puck behind the net. Jake, normally very sound and secure when handling the puck and just makes a mistake there. But the right call, the Islanders were offside. So a little bit of luck and fortune going his way as well. But outside of that, everything else was completely on him and he was up to the challenge. And, and he's been particularly good for this team, not just at home. He's been great at home games. He's had a couple shutouts at home, but he's been really good for Dallas on the road as well, which I think is a key reason why the Stars have been so successful on the road this season. Looking at NHL goalies, who have at least 10 starts on the road. Jake Ottinger has been one of the best. He has the best save percentage of all the goalies on the list at .939. Second in goals against average, 2.01, only allowing around two goals a game on the road in his road record, 7-3-1. So helping the Stars rack up those wins on the road, helping them acquire points on the road, which is also important at this point. You know, juncture in the season, the halfway point, we're getting near the all-star break and the stars are sitting pretty in the standings in the Western Conference in the Central Division. And a huge reason for that has been Jake Ottinger in his consistency across the board as one of the sturdiest goaltenders in the NHL. I mean, of course, no goalie is perfect. Every goalie is going to have a rough night here and there. But Jake Ottinger has been playing incredibly well right now. And I think you also do have to give credit in this game, talking about great goaltending to Elias Sorokin of Locked or of the Islanders, Gil Martin of Locked On Islanders. He was on the show yesterday, and we said we both kind of predicted that this game could very well be low scoring because of the potential goalie matchup. And we got the matchup that we predicted. We got Jake Ottinger versus Elias Sorokin, and both of those guys delivered lights out performances. Both of them were excellent in this game. And Jake Ottinger just gets the better of Sorokin by just a hair. This was Sorokin's first matchup 
against the Stars, and he looked really sharp uh, and made great saves all throughout the game and was really good in the shootout as well. But it's hard to stop a guy like Jason Robertson, who he also had trouble stopping in the first period, Robo getting the lone goal uh, during regulation for the Stars in this game. Uh, but Jake Ottinger, far and away, the, the hero in this matchup. Jason Robertson was good. The rest of the team, especially the defense, was very shaky at moments. Definitely not the best game from guys, even like Miro Haskinen, who's been phenomenal all season long. There's mistakes made, coverages missed, missed assignments, yet Jake Ottinger stood firm and helped get his team two points. I mean, we've seen some special goalies come through the Stars organization, even in the past few years. Ben Bishop had a run as one of the better goalies this organization has seen. Anton Hudobin nearly brought the Stanley Cup back to Dallas on his own. Uh, Marty Turco, I mean, just to name a few. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, you could go back even into you know the the late to early mid '90s and and talk about some of the greatest goalies that the league has seen that have come through Dallas, but. Very few of them have had a supporting cast quite like this. And I think Jake Gottinger is poised to be the man in Dallas for quite some time. And when it's all said and done, who knows where he will rank amongst the all-time greats. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. We shouldn't get too far ahead of ourselves. But what we've seen early on from Jake Gottinger in his career has been nothing short of spectacular. And it should lead us to believe that he's going to have a very prosperous career. And last night on Long Island, it was a great reminder of just that. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll shift our attention from Jake Ottinger to the Stars' top line. A little bit look, a little bit of a different look in the lineup last night with Rope Hints out. Tyler Sagan slots in as the first line center, and we'll talk about how he performed right after this. Today's episode of Locked On Stars is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from NFL playoffs to basketball and the NHL. They've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting information. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action happening around the sports world. BetOnline.net is where the game starts. Thank you again for making Locked on Stars your first listen every single day. And we're continuing to talk about last night's win on Long Island. The Stars kick off their quick two-game road trip with two points. Now they have today off. And then tomorrow they'll be in action against the New York Rangers. Should be a great game. And the Dallas Stars could very well again in that matchup be without Rope Hints. They were without Rope Hints on Tuesday night. He went down with some sort of injury on Sunday afternoon. The media was told after the game that it was an upper body injury, not related to anything he had suffered previously. We had seen him go down in Anaheim after hit, taking a puck to the knee. This is some sort of upper body injury, and it, it, he didn't travel with the team to New York, and it looks like he was just hit along the boards uh, against the Florida Panthers on Sunday. Didn't necessarily look like an abnormal hit, but when that kind of stuff happens, we just get so used to it. I mean, the guys that play in the NHL, their bodies go through a ton of stuff like that, and we just overlook those things. But who knows what sort of injury this is? We just know it's upper body, and that's really all we know, and that he also is currently, at least at the time of recording this, not in New York with the team. And there was never really any confirmation that he won't ever make it to New York with the team, but I would guess and speculate 
that he wouldn't and, and that the Stars are going to let him rest for at least one more game. And then perhaps we'll see him back in action on Saturday when the Stars come back home for a quick one-game stop against the Calgary Flames. We'll, we'll keep an eye on that on that story as it, the week progresses. Uh, but no rope hints for the Stars right now. He didn't travel with the team, did not play Tuesday night. Doesn't seem to be a long-term issue, but you know it's a next-man-up league, and the Stars had to adopt that mentality on Tuesday night. Of course, it did help that Denis Gurionov is finally back with the team. He comes back and plays for the first time since the Stars were in Carolina on December 17th. So he comes back. You don't have to call anyone up from the AHL. And Tyler Sagan moves from the second line up to the first line to play center alongside Jason Robertson and Joe Pavelski, which a lot of people were excited to see him get this opportunity, myself included. Sagan has has been a little bit of an up-and-down player this year, especially statistically. He's been playing really well, I think, as of late, even if his assist and goal numbers don't necessarily reflect that. I think he's been playing incredibly hard, just hasn't quite been rewarded yet with goals and with assists, but he looked pretty sharp in my eyes on Tuesday night. He picked up an assist on the Stars' lone goal of the game, a beautiful passing tic-tac-toe sequence from Sagan to Pavelski and then Jason Robertson getting his 29th of the season. Sagan had four shots on goal. He generated five scoring chances. Four, four of those were high danger chances, four rebound attempts, two rebounds created. So Tyler Sagan, while he didn't pick up a goal, he did pick up an assist and was incredibly active on the offensive end, playing alongside two of the best forwards in the league right now on what's been one of the best lines. Of course, that line normally having rope hints, but Tyler Sagan slid in there and seemed to perform just fine. That line generated a, a, a plethora of high-quality looks, golden opportunities, and against weaker goaltending and against not someone named Ilya Sorokin, might have gotten a few more pucks to go into the net. Uh, just was not meant to be, but they do get one, and it ended up being a huge one as the Stars got the game tied uh, and then eventually earned a point and then got that second point uh, in overtime and in the shootout. But I, I overall was pleased with Tyler Sagan's performance. I don't really think there's been a lack of effort from him this season. I know he's kind of been under some fire at times, again, just because he is paid a ton of money and doesn't necessarily always produce uh, you know, what people would want to see based on what the paycheck for him says. But I, I, again, I think he's been playing well. The coaching staff seems to think he's been playing well. Pete DeBoer has been very complimentary of Tyler's game as of late, and I know even he was excited to see him get this opportunity. And I think he's, start, he's making the most of it and he's making plays and, and he's not bringing down the top line by any means. And it, he's not necessarily, I don't think he's elevating the game of that top line, but he's keeping it where it was, which is already at a pretty high level. I don't really know if anyone could come into that top line and make it play much better than it already has been. It's one of the deadliest trios in the NHL. And Tyler Sagan, I think, fits in just fine, generating those great day chances, uh, and, you know, it was just one of those nights where both teams had trouble beating the goalies. But through one game, I, I think he proved that he can perform well and that he can hold his own on that top line while Rope Hints is out. And and I know I saw some people speculating on Twitter. I, I don't necessarily expect this to gain a ton of traction, but it is kind of interesting to wonder about if he plays really, really well. If for some reason this extends to be uh, a week or more that Rope Hints is out and we continue to see Sagan on the top line, and he generates a ton of really good looks and generates some goals, whether he's scoring them or assisting on them, could we potentially see Rope Hints get moved uh, or see some shuffling from that top line permanently? I personally don't think so. I don't think you break up that top line trio. 
regardless of the circumstances, I think when Rope is healthy, he should be with Robo and Pavs. But it does make you wonder, and it's you know a sign that Tyler Sagan certainly does still have a lot of fight left in him. He still has a lot to offer this team. It's just a matter of finding those two line mates that can bring the most out of him and that he can also bring the most out of. Unfortunately, you just can't have a Jason Robertson and Joe Pavelski on all four lines. Otherwise, this team would be going for an 82-0 record. And so that's just one of the games within the game of hockey this season for the Stars is finding that perfect pair to put with Tyler Sagan. And I'm sure the hunt will continue once Rope Hintz comes back. But while Rope's out, Tyler Sagan playing the number one center role is just fine with me. And I can't wait to see how he does tomorrow against the Rangers. Well, we're going to take one more quick break. But when we come back, we'll show some love to the Stars head coach, Pete DeBoer who has been named the coach for the NHL's Central Division team at All-Star Weekend. More on that right after this. And we're closing out this midweek episode of Locked on Stars, talking about the Dallas bench boss, Pete DeBoer. He has earned the title as the Central Division's head coach for the NHL All-Star Weekend. Going into this matchup, it was kind of told on social media and even on the stars broadcast before the game that it would either be Pete DeBoer or Winnipeg's Rick bonus, the former Dallas stars head coach, Rick bonus, the jets lost to the Detroit red wings in regulation last night. And the stars picked up, they needed to only pick up one point, but they pick up two and that gives the stars the best point percentage in the division. And that gives Pete DeBoer the title of the central divisions head coach during all-star weekend. He'll be joining Jason Robertson, and maybe at least one other Dallas star, if not a few more Dallas stars, as fan voting is still going on. And I know there's a big push to get guys like Miro Haskinen and Rope Hintz into the All-Star game, but I personally, especially after last night, would love to see Jake Ottinger get some All-Star recognition. I think he definitely deserves it. He's probably better than UC Saros, who got the goalie bid for the Central Division. But Jason Robertson had to get the team's automatic bid for an All-Star, so... It couldn't have been Jake Ottinger over Jason Robertson as the automatic bid, so I get it. But hopefully Jake Ottinger can get some all-star love as well. This is a cool honor. I I know the all-star game is certainly not the most beloved event across the NHL community, but a cool honor for a coach in Pete DeBoer getting this you know, opportunity to coach some of the best players in the league. Great chance, great opportunity for a coach that I was wrong about initially when he first came to Dallas. People who have been listening to this show for a while Well, remember whenever he was hired, I was not all gung-ho on the hiring of Pete DeBoer. I wasn't outright devastated, but I certainly had my skepticism and suspicions, which have all been proven wrong up to this point in the season. And I will gladly eat my words uh, and admit that I was wrong. I'm very glad I was wrong uh, about what I was worried about with Pete DeBoer. He deserves a ton of credit for how things have gone in Dallas this season. I mean, he he's a player's coach. The players really seem to like him. The fan base seems to like him. Good guy, treats the media in a you know a classy way. Very easy to talk to and ask questions to after games and just also finds a way to win hockey games. And I think he demands a lot out of his team, but his team is willing to, to give him what he asks of them. Uh, and as he's hired a pretty good staff as well. Uh, and they've just done a fantastic job with the Dallas Stars this season continuing to lead the Central Division and continuing to be one of the best teams in the Western Conference. Certainly up there in the conversation with guys like Jim Montgomery, another former Dallas Stars coach, and Bruce Cassidy for the Jack Adams Award, the best coach in the NHL. 
if things continue to go this way, I expect him to potentially be a finalist for the award. Although at this point in the season, I don't necessarily see anyone beating Jim Montgomery, making his return to NHL coaching after a few years hiatus after a less than ideal departure from Dallas. It's a great story. Happy for Monty, but also happy for Dallas Stars fans and Pete DeBoer. So it's been a very fun season in Dallas. And what better way to, to wrap up this segment, to wrap up today's show than with Pete DeBoer's press conference after the game last night, had a ton of great things to say about Jake Ottinger and just about getting the win and picking up two big points as a whole. So let's hear from Stars head coach Pete DeBoer right now. He was awesome tonight. Uh, you know, if not his best performance of the year, one of them, you, you kind of get used to the level he plays at, but uh, he, he was exceptional. I mean, you know, we're probably down 3 nothing in the first if, if uh, he's not back there. So I thought as the game went on, we got our game going a little bit. We started to slow them down a little bit and, you know, did more of what we planned on doing when we came in here. But, uh, you know, he was by far our best player. And then how important is it to win in the shootout? I mean, it's been, yeah. been a little bit of challenge this year. It has been. And, um, you know, I think we needed that. I think I think Jake needed it. I think our group needed it. You know, Ro- Robo, uh, obviously, uh, you know, big goal in regulation, big goal in the shootout. He's done it all year for us, too. But uh, it was an important two points. Do you think you earned that? Because it seems like your overtime was really good, too. It just seems like you guys did everything you wanted to do <laughs> yeah. in the overtime and the shootout. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, you know. I don't think every game in an 82-game schedule you can chalk up to either earn or didn't earn. I think you got to find a way sometimes. So, you know, I'm sure they're sitting there thinking they uh, they deserve two. You know, I think we deserved at least one. We found a way to get two. In the last uh, road trip, how important was it to get off to a good start in this one? Yeah. Well, we needed a good start for a couple reasons. You know, you look at the, the teams we've got on the schedule here, the Rangers and then going into Vegas, Calgary at home, um, you know, real tough teams. And, and you know, Rupe Hins is out, so you got a number one center out of the lineup. So, you know, it, w- it was important for us to get a win and, and find a way to keep banking points. Couldn't have said it much better myself. Important for the Stars to get wins, to pocket two points whenever they can. Doesn't have to be the prettiest win, but two points is two points at the end of the day. And you always take those, especially this season, if you're the Dallas Stars. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Remember to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. Hit the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform as well. Leave us a five-star rating or review on Apple or Spotify if you enjoy the show and like what you hear. You can also follow us on social media at Locked on Stars on both Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. And we'll be back tomorrow with another episode. It should be another Locked on crossover. John Chick of Locked on New York Rangers should be joining the show, and we'll preview Thursday night's matchup between the Rangers and the stars you guys seem to like the crossover episode so i'll be trying to bring more of those to you as the season goes on thank you guys so much for tuning in thank you for watching thank you for listening enjoy your wednesday and we'll see you back here tomorrow